Boogie Young Saints podcast. So I want to talk about this episode. You can see the title already, but it's called Why Him? And to me, it's kind of like those dating shows, right? When you see somebody and they're like, that people are like, oh, why should I choose you? And why should I choose that guy? And the dating show I'm talking about, if, if y'all watched ARAC, I hope I'm the only person that watches that. But ARAC, he did like a new video. It was about how this woman was supposed to choose out of a hundred, uh, I guess, husbands if they want hit her, like choose one. It's basically a dating show. Just choose out of the one out of a hundred people. And the last question that she asked to these people were, why should I choose you? And why should I choose you? And I'm kind of going to go over how, why you should choose God over the world, right? So what I'm going to be talking about is God's, how God sent plague after plague after plague at the Pharaoh and how he split the waters. So I'm about to dive in. Not really, yeah, split the water. Sorry, hold up. Split the waters. But here, here you go. So, in Exodus 9, I'm kind of going over on that one, is that God showed a distinction between how the Israelites were like, like how the plagues, how they had to deal with the plagues, and how the Egyptians had to deal with the plagues. Like, for example, the his livestock plague. And to brief it up, it's basically he killed every, like, all the livestock in us coming in, in Egypt to, like, try to convince the Pharaoh to let them go, right? So, they're like, uh, God, uh, Moses warned the Pharaoh, they're like, hey, we're gonna kill all the livestock if you don't let us go, but the Pharaoh did, did not do it, so all the livestock of Egypt died, but Israel, the Israelites' livestock stayed intact, and they stayed together. And another thing that he did Another thing to show distinction between Israelites and the Egyptians was that the hailstorm. And it showed that, like, in the hailstorm, I believe it's Exodus 9, 26, verse 26, it talks about how Israel was not even touched by the hail. But this huge hailstorm hit Egypt. It was another plague, and it really messed up a lot of the land, the land was basically in ruins now because of this plague, but Israel was still intact, it was still fine, right, it was chilling, but then, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go over this a little bit later in the series, I'm excited for it, but the next thing, the people were all just arguing with Moses, because that wasn't the plague that convinced the Pharaoh to let them go, but it was the Passover plague. I'm sure all of y'all know that. I'm not going to go over that too much. But it's basically uh, the death angel came over and killed all the four firstborns of Egypt, including the king's son. So that convinced the Pharaoh. The Pharaoh let him go. But now the people were like, God, uh, Moses, what, what are you doing? I barely even know who you are. A minute ago, I saw that you were, like, an Egyptian, like, royalty. Now you're just walking with us. 
and he said, why, why are you leading us out here to die? And he, they even go far and say, like, was it because there was any, like, graveyards in Egypt? So, like, over here, you can actually bury us? Is that why you took us out? And they just had no faith. But then, even in the midst of their no faith, God still wanted to prove to them that Moses was this leader that he chose. So, the Egyptians got word that, oh, the, uh, um, the Israelites are leaving, and they're, like, leaving for good, because the, the Pharaoh, they thought that they were just going to go off and just worship for, like, two weeks, but instead, Moses, like, w went away, and they decided to run away from Egypt, so Egypt was like, oh, shoot, we got to get them, so a bunch of, like, army, like, a big army went after all the Israelites, and there was a bunch of Israelites, there was a lot of Israelites, so there's a big army coming towards them. So then Moses and God, through God's power, Moses split the waters and they allowed the Israelites to go through the waters and walk on dry land. That's a very famous story, but the thing that is really correlated to what I'm talking about today is that when they walk out of the waters, when they, they the, um, sorry, the Egyptian, the Egyptian army chasing the Israelites, when they came up when they came onto the dry land and they tried chasing them through this dry land but god let go of the waters and the waters came back killing every single israelite there every single one so all the israelites no not israelites sorry egyptians there it killed all the egyptians so it shows that the distinction and what kind of what god is willing to do to protect his people Besides other people that are opposed to, to God and people that aren't with God. So, that brings me to my first point. God is all-powerful. He's this strong dude that is able to protect everybody. He's the creator of everything. And so, why... I'm going to kind of be like a wingman for God, but like... That's kind of why you should choose God is because he is very strong and he's able to protect you and he knows what's best for you and he knows everything. So why walk away from this beautiful thing? I mean, he shows that he protected those Israelites, his people, not and didn't protect the Egyptians. So just believe in him and believing in him is not too hard and that brings up to my second point is that god is available to everybody and i get it i mean in this world we do messed up stuff and i've done messed up stuff and i'm only like 13 and i've done messed up stuff i'll be honest i've done bad stuff but what i, what I want to mention is that god does not limit his grace so don't take it as don't take his grace and take his love and look at it and say, oh, it's too, it's not enough to cover up everything I've done. Because God wants you to restart your life. Like, at, like if you call on him, he will do this. He will restart your life and you'll change everything. He will not necessarily make it easier, but you'll find a new purpose in life and you feel 
like it's take me as an example i'm only 13 i'm just a little boy but like god convicted me and he showed me and his plan was to convict me at such an early age and i'm so blessed about that and how he changed my life quickly because i'm not sure why but i know his timing is perfect so i would have known if i started doing bad things i started doing terrible things but ever since i took the step my life has been so much more happier as a 13 year old especially heading to high school because high school i hear a lot is that a lot of things that people regret happens in during these times so it's available to anybody no matter how old you are how much you've sinned it stays and he forever stays and whenever you also whenever you hear and whenever your life is changed it was perfectly timed from god if you are if you go to god it's planned perfectly from god so don't be sad that like oh man it took it took me so long to find this truth out and i'm sorry lord but god planned this out he wanted you to choose that and that was the perfect time for you to change so maybe hearing this from this really young kid and just just still trying to figure all things out just like you guys it's it's take that for me is follow this god that we believe in you know it's he loves me and i've never felt this type of love before and you could take this from a ninth grader that barely experienced life and also just a whole bit of like school it was like insecurity and everything and you would think that i would not follow or the dedicate to god but look what god has done he's given me a heart to do that so yeah and another thing i want to mention is remember i told you about like, the insecurity and like during like school and you feel like oh shoot like ah uh, or maybe in your work you know i don't really know how the adult life works but like if you just have trouble any troubles at all and you don't have the grace of god and you don't have the protection the strength that he has with you then you're not insured for when you're not you're insured with if you put your trust in the world it's gonna fail you that's what i'm trying to say the world is gonna fail you it isn't a trustful place and your friends aren't a trustful a trustful person to lean on and basing basing your happiness on your friends or your social status or your money status or like any of that if you base your happiness on that it's gonna fail you and you're gonna find yourself lost and but if you do dedicate your life to god and you find yourself convicted and you find yourself wanting to know more and you have this thirst and this fire for god out of nowhere take action for that because you want to make sure that you have that victory in the end no matter what you go through you are ensured that at the end it's gonna have a good ending god doesn't end lives and bad endings i've never heard of somebody say that 
end of their life say, I regret, I regret uh, loving God. I regret dedicating my life to God. I regret doing all this and that. It just doesn't happen because God can change lives and this is a real God. This isn't like you talking about what you heard in Sunday school and like it's like some fictional story. And that's hard for me to think of too, you know. It's kind of like in the Bible. It's so unbelievable that, oh, they split the sea. and Oh, Jesus revived. And oh, God used Moses, this terrible speaker. And it just shows that like... It's so hard to believe all these things, how he flooded the earth. But at the same time, then you realize these things really happened. And I kind of reminds me of the beginning of the world, right? It's like the beginning of the world, God created everything. And recently I, this is Sunday for me, so I'm talking on the on a Sunday. But at church, I heard us talking to our pastor. He talked about how in the beginning of Genesis, how he created everything. People, most a lot of people believe that it's like a parable, and it's like not really what happened. But he explained that this stuff really happened, and this is how it started. And I like how he said how like puts that like let's say that like if this wasn't how the world began, and this wasn't just a god that just sat there and just was being. If he believed that, then. There's another, there's another thing that created the God and something else created that God and that God. So something had to start something, no matter what. So the answer is God. So I like the way you put it. And it shows how we can ensure that since we know that all creation, we can look at creation and say, oh shoot, that's evidence of God. We can see that like, hey, we are ensured that we are going to stay, and we we ensured that we're going to have a win in the end. And yeah. Recently, I've been struggling with staying on God's path. Right now, I've just been discouraged. I just feel like I'm really worried about my, like, social status. I know that doesn't matter. And I made, like, an episode about uh, Kanye's spiritual life, social life, and personal life. And, I mean, you don't gotta listen to it, but I liked, I liked what God showed me that day when he showed me, like, what to talk about. But it, I've been struggling with that. I've been struggling with not caring about what my social status is, but recently God called me out of it, out of caring about it. And that's why I want to bring it up again is that believe and fully take out God's call, right? Moses, for example. Moses, when he did those things and he told Pharaoh, hey, your your, your town is about to get destroyed by hail, you know how risky that was? It's like me going up to King Jong, Kim Jong-un and saying to him, hey, yo, I'm about, to, I'm about to stab you in the stomach right now. It's like... I'll immediately just get kidnapped and probably just like tortured. But think think of that, but two times stronger. Because this Pharaoh had so much more power. I mean, he could have done whatever he wanted. But the thing is, he was protected by God. So when I say do God's call, 
fully. It's because you have the protection of the creator, right? So the whole Pharaoh army against you when you tell the people, A, a hailstorm is coming and the Pharaoh sends a whole army. That seems unlikely that you're going to beat a whole army. Like maybe 100,000 men. Let's, let's say 100,000 men. No way one person's beating that, right? But let's say 100,000 men versus the creator of those 100,000 men. Who do you think is going to win? Probably the creator. And we don't see it like that. We don't see as we go up and do risky tasks like talking to a friend about it or just explain or explaining your faith or like just going out there and just not being ashamed of it. It's like you don't see it as this I've I've got it worked for me. I've got it working for me. But it's true. Just like how those those people of Israel were just protected. But the other people that weren't with God, they were not protected. So don't get away from the umbrella of God. Because God will protect you. You know, this summer, God's been really calling me to get close to him. And the amount of grace he showed me, I've, you know, always been falling. It's just the truth. It's just not going to stop. The falling and the failing of God is never going to go away. I'm always going to fail. And I... And that's just going to happen. But I have the truth that I can still walk with confidence and know that Jesus is my Savior and that God, I can walk up to one day, I'll go up to God face to face with all this sin just gone. And I can go up to Him and say, I can live with Him forever. But some of you listening to this, maybe that's not the truth for you. Maybe that's not the truth that you've never fully said to Christ. Maybe you've heard you've been to church for all your life, but it never became relational with you. It Christ never became a relationship. I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray that this random, random, random kid that you're just listening to, or maybe this is a kid that you know from your school, or this is a kid that you know from your family or whatever if you're listening to this i pray that this is a way to see that a relationship with jesus and relationship with god really matters and that why you should choose god is that he's all powerful and you can stay with him you can trust that he can protect you through all of it and know that there's no limit to his grace so even if you fail and you mess up and you mess up during this relationship this friend is not no normal friend. He will forgive you so many times, infinity times. Since through Jesus Christ, he can do that now. God can do that now. And now you can know and feel confident that when you go through problems, when you go through trials, you can know and be assured that you will have a win in the end. So I like to pray that for the people that are like that and do need it, I'll have to pray for y'all real quick. Hopefully this convicts you and hopefully this message can reach people because I don't know, I've heard many messages and messages really touched me. So I hope this is the one for you as well. Jesus, 
Thank you. Thank you for letting me sit here and kind of just have a one-way talk with this person. This isn't like me talking to a big crowd. It's just me and one other person. And it's beautiful and how crazy it is that you allow me to talk on this thing. And I barely have to worry about what people think and what everything else because I know I'm assured by you, Lord. Lord, I pray that this will be true to the person across the screen and that they get a really, really intimate and close relationship with Jesus because my relationship has been great and I hope this truth can go out there. Lord God, I know a lot of people are not listening to this, but there's an off chance that this person just got bored or just wanted to listen to something or just knows me and just wants to see what I'm doing, that this will change them. This will change the course of their life just as you changed the course of my life too, Lord. Thank you for everything you've done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.